This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Going balls up my lobby yard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 193. My name's Adam Patterson. With me today, got Kevin Reekstraw with us. How you doing there, Kevin? I'm doing pretty good. I also got Ryan Holes dropping mics all over the place. Oh, yeah. How you doing, Ryan? I'm not not dropping shit. I just heard you dropping something. I I didn't drop me or Kevin. Dropping what now? I didn't drop anything. Okay. In fact, my hands are under my desk. All right. Okay. Nice. Well, what movie do we have you watch this week? Snowtown. Snowtown? Oh, boy. Yeah. Pick this in honor of Macbeth coming out this week. Same director, we're talking about Justin Kurzel. I have a synopsis here. Based on true events, 16-year-old Jamie falls in with his mother's new boyfriend and his crowd of self-appointed neighborhood watchmen, a relationship that leads to a spree of torture and murder. Oof. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Snowtown. Well, there's uh, three brothers... And they live with their mom in, like, a poor suburb neighborhood. And one day, the guy's brother, mother's boyfriend, who lives across the street from them, decides to take naked pictures of them and then rape one of them. And obviously no one likes it, and they don't like it, and... The mom gets real angry, so she gets introduced to this other guy who's sort of a bad egg, but he knows everyone, and it turns out that he introduced her to a violent and somewhat homophobic guy, and the guy starts to... uh, Put violent thoughts in each of the kids' heads. And then the one kid who was raped <laughs> in the beginning of the movie gets raped again. This time by his brother, which to me is really, really, really gross. But they obviously doesn't like that. And they become sort of like he has no emotion. And this guy that is now dating his mom, teaches him how to shoot a gun, and makes him kill the family dog right in front of him. And then that leads to other murders from the kid and this guy, and one of this guy's friends. And the whole movie... It's kind of about the downward spiral that the skid's on. And the movie ends with, I can't remember if it's now. They find a whole bunch of bodies. There's a caption, like on a credit. Yeah, it, it, it wraps everything up at the end in text. Yeah. That it doesn't show them getting caught or arrested or anything. Yeah, but they find like oh Christ, I don't have 
Uh, it's a bunch of like. It was a lot. It was like ten or something. Six or seven or eight or nine, somewhere there. And the mom's new boyfriend and his friend get arrested. And that's it. Okay. What'd you think of this? Uh, it was very terrorizing. It was what? Terrorizing? Terrorized you? Yes. It scared the bejesus out of you? This kid just can't win. No. No. Mm-mm-mm. No one is winning. This is like, this has to be one of the biggest feel-bad movies I've probably ever seen. Yeah, it's extremely dark. I mean, it's just like, it's just one thing after another in this movie. Just... And I knew when I sat down to watch it. It sort of sounds like, oh, this movie's gonna be cool. And then five seconds later, I'm like, nope. It's going to be really fucked up. Something's going to happen. And then the hit is red twice and it kills a dog. Yeah. The the picture-taking thing, that happens really early on. So that kind of just... That, that's very odd as well. That kind of yeah. sets things up pretty early. <laughs> lets you know that, hey, this is going to be awful. Yeah. The entire time. And the, the rape scene, A, took me by surprise. And B is absolutely horrific to watch. And it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it comes out of nowhere, and it's just like, the, oh my god. And they the sh- picture thing, the picture scene, that was pretty terrifying to me. Yeah. Because they got the other boyfriend, just made the three brothers take their clothes off, and took pictures of them. And then you see the boyfriend walking around naked. Yeah, yeah. And then, like I said, the, the movie goes on and this kid can't win. No. And they start to butcher up some kangaroos. Oh, yeah, what'd you think of that scene, the kangaroo scene? Uh, alright. I'm, I'm <laughs> <right. laughs> That's the one thing. It's like, yeah, I was that bad. That wasn't too bad. My, my head. My head is really stuck on the rape scene. Yeah, but I mean, at least... You're still traumatized? At least you can kind of... At least you can kind of tell yourself, oh, that that's not real. You know, the the raping is not real. It's But it was his brother. It was his brother, yeah. yeah. Fucking grubs. Yeah, but, in, but the kangaroo thing, those were real kangaroos. They were chopping up real kangaroos. <laughs> I can do it. It's a weird, weird section that I can do. And uh, the scene where the kid shoots the dog. Yeah, the dog scene was. I didn't think it was the. It was gonna actually happen. I thought like the gun was gonna not be loaded, and he was just testing him to see if he'd do it. Uh, Alas, the gun was loaded. And then you have a dog fucking yelp for like five minutes because you know they kill it. Yeah. The the crazy thing is that this is I mean, I don't know how much of this was true, but man, if it happened like this or anywhere close to this, it is a really fucked up story. Mm-hmm. The kids gotta be really fucked up in that. Already see it. Like mm-hmm. even by when the movie starts, he's already fucked up. Like he's already messed up in the head, and then yeah. it just gets worse and worse. I mean, what he's... what kind of horrible luck must you have where you get 
raped multiple times by different people. He's just including your brother. Yeah. Yeah. Just a terrible string of influences. Yeah, and then he gets hooked on heroin to make matters even worse. I think at that point he's looking for an escape. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's a lot easier for me to hook up. I think that's like the one situation where I would say, yeah, you know what? That's okay. (laughs) Go go for it. It's completely justified. You deserve a little you time. And if you want to spend that you time with heroin, go for it. Because the movie just gets worse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. This, This is... I kind of forgot about this movie until now, and now I'm kind of, you know, it's vaguely coming back. It's washing back over you. Yes, it's, it's you know, it's <laughs> we're almost at high tide. We were at low tide, it was sort of washing in and coming back. Now we're at high tide, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. You, you repressed the memories, yeah. and now now they're they're being recalled. Oh, God. This was actually one of the, I believe, one of the first movies, one of the early movies that you reviewed on the site. We, we, yeah. we have a review for this, and you wrote it. I think this might have, yeah. It was, it was early. It had to be like one of the first like five or ten reviews I did. Yeah, it was, I know it was early because this came out, I think, in the States in like March of 2012. And we started up the site in January of 2012. So it's definitely an early one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so other than being terrorized... Ryan, what did what did you think of what did you think of it overall? Like as far as the movie, would you say it was a good movie, bad movie? It was alright. Was really really sad. Super sad. It made me think like sometimes I think my life's bad, but man, this kid's life is really fucking bad all the time. Yeah, twenty four seven. So this was actually your fourth movie that you reviewed, Kevin. You reviewed Kill List, and then right after that, (laughs) sweet Jesus, (laughs) that was a dark time. You did Kill List, followed that up with Snowtown. Oh God, I was surprised I made it. (laughs) Oh boy, I I thought that this movie was as as difficult as it was i thought that it was pretty fantastic it's, it's one of those movies where you're like this is this is a really good movie but at the same time you you never want to see it again yeah you want to for- you kind of don't want to recommend it to people yeah <laughs> cuz you don't want them to have to go through it i agree with that i mean cinematography wise it's freaking gorgeous the uh i like the the slow motion that they would use, and sometimes they would speed things up. Just, yeah, I, I like and uh, Daniel Henshaw as John Bunting is like the the ringleader. Man, that was one hell of a performance. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, great performances all around. the The main dude, uh, Lucas Pitaway. Yeah, yeah, that's the main guy. Even though he didn't have a whole lot of dialogue in the movie he he just he did a fantastic job with uh just his facial expressions and emotions and that yeah kevin you gave this a six out of ten on your review oh okay would you would that six hold up or would that have changed or has it changed at this point uh it might it might creep up a little bit i don't know by how much 
maybe like a six and a half, seven, maybe. Okay. Right. But I don't. I really don't want to revisit it to find out. Yeah. Yeah. I never. I never want to see it again. No, I don't think that's uh, really the type of movie that that you would ever want to see again. Even if you know somebody like a friend or a family member is like, oh, I really wanted to to catch up with that Snowtown movie. I'd be like, okay, well, I'll let you borrow it. You can watch it on your own, you know. But I, I, See, I don't, I don't know what I would be... do. I would just, I would be like, nah, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> you know, just, just read the wiki article. Yeah, about the real life killings. That's actually, yeah, you just read about what really happened, and then maybe make a decision based on that. Uh, let's talk about the director, Justin Cruzel. So he, in addition to Snowtown and Macbeth coming out. Uh, that's pretty much it. He did a short film called Blue Tongue back in 05. He did a segment in that that uh, movie, The Turning, which uh, I did not see that. So I don't, I don't know. That was the one that had like 17 different directors. Yeah. And he's also doing Assassin's Creed, Ryan, your favorite game series ever. He's directing the Assassin's Creed film. I'm pretty excited about that. Are you still excited? I hope it's a dark, like... You hope there's going to be incest in it? Yeah. But I think Michael Fassbender's going to butcher kangaroos. <laughs> butcher kangaroos and then, like... Throw mash, them at mash, his enemies. Yeah, mash up their guts and th- throw them at his enemies. Oh, God. I don't know, that, that was one of the reasons that I wanted... That I picked this movie is because I wanted to talk about this director and where he's kind of going. I think that... Seeing Snowtown and realizing that the same director is going to be doing Assassin's Creed is a really interesting transition. It is, and I, and I always think this when I'm watching the Macbeth uh, trailer when it's like from I forget what it says, like critically acclaimed, or you know they use one of those yeah those identifiers before his name, and it's just like he made one movie that was like kind of well received. Like, how did he already, like, launch pad into, like, the stratosphere, and he's, like, this revolutionary director? How did that happen? I don't know. I mean, this this was very well-received. It has, well, yeah, I mean, it has an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think a lot of critics liked it. Uh, did it win any awards? Let's take a look. It won 22 awards, according to IMDb, and got 22 additional nominations. Ooh. Yeah, so it uh, won a lot of stuff. The Australian Film Critics Association Awards, it got Best Actor, Best Director, Best Screenplay, Best Australian Film. Uh, It won a whole bunch of awards for the Australian Film Institute. BFI Awards, it got not... uh, Justin Cruzel got nominated for the Sutherland Trophy. Uh, At Cannes, it won a special mention. It got the... Special mention for the Fabrezzi Prize. All kinds of stuff, basically. Just pulling in awards left and right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say it was pretty pretty damn well received. And I think that, uh, I mean, first of all, I think that Macbeth is going to be an interesting... Because I feel like Macbeth could be the transition between Snowtown and Assassin's Creed, if you think about it. Like, you know, Macbeth's a pretty dark story. Yeah. And... Assassin's Creed takes place in the same kind of, uh, I, I imagine it'll have the same kind of look to it as Macbeth. So I feel like uh, it's kind of a trans, it's like an interesting transition that he's doing. It's going to be, 
It's definitely going to be interesting to see where he goes. And I'm it's just, it's just so weird for to for me, anyways, to be like Snowtown is what that's what that's what launched his career. Snowtown, the darkest, most terrible film. <clears throat> yeah, not in not in not in uh, you know quality wise, but just right, right, sweet, yeah. needless content wise. Pretty. Yeah, you know, like that's not normally the you know where Hollywood goes. Yeah. Like, you, oh yeah, let's get the foreign guy that made a murder movie. Yeah, you don't you don't typically was... when the credits are rolling on Snowtown, you don't think, man, I think that this guy'd be great at adapting a video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just you know, and, and maybe this, <laughs> this guy needs to hook up with Michael Fassbender. Yeah, I mean, someone needs to make that happen. Maybe Macbeth was is why they picked him for Assassin's Creed. Very well could be, but it's still pretty interesting nonetheless. And it makes me really excited for Assassin's Creed, especially because Fassbender and Cotillard are going to be in Assassin's Creed too, in addition to Macbeth. So, yeah, that thing, that movie's shaping up to be pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I think that's going to be. We had a good. We haven't had a good video game movie, have we? Uh, no. <laughs> not, I think that might be the first one. Not unless you want to count Wreck-It Ralph. No, I don't want to count Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph was good. It's just, I don't... It's not, it's it not, wasn't based on... Yeah, it's not adapted from a video game. It just had characters. Yeah, no, I, don't, I honestly don't... I mean, Silent Hill was okay. I think that that was probably the, oh, the yeah, best... That, yeah. That was the best one to date, I think. Yeah, they just bungled it at the, at the end. Yeah, yeah, this, yes, they did. Man, I loved that movie until the end. Yeah, it was it. It was interesting because it was a lot like the game, very atmospheric, very moody. And then the end, uh, it was like, what the fuck cra- happened? Cra- yeah, just <laughs> crazy '90s horror movie. It's it felt like they like left the film like in a room and they forgot to lock up, and someone just came in and finished it and then released it without them knowing. Yeah, yeah, that was unfortunate, but I, I still. Would say overall, I I liked that one, but anyway, <coughs> Ryan, any final thoughts on Snowtown before we get your drum roll? It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Okay, but uh, it's okay. But uh, I don't know if I'd even recommend watching watch. I was kind of <laughs> hoping that you you watch this with your grandma. God no. <laughs> Hmm. All right, let's go ahead and give your drum roll on this thing, Ryan. What do you give Snowtown? Five. Whoa, five out of ten. A loud five. How about that? Would you recommend it to you, Grandma? <laughs> yeah, there will be no mention. <laughs> Is that going to come up in conversation? No. I would love to see either your grandma or your mom's reaction to this movie. I remember when we watched Hobo with a Shotgun, and your mom was there. Her reaction was funnier than the movie itself. I wish I was there for that. I loved it. It was amazing. And she didn't even watch. She was, like, cleaning up around the house or something while we were watching it. Yeah, so she she only saw bits and pieces. Which is even better. Yeah. Because she's completely missing context. Yep. So what do you think about Macbeth, Ryan? Are you interested in seeing Macbeth? I don't know anything about him. 
You're not a big Shakespeare guy? No. I mean, are you, you're not familiar with the the movie, or you, you never heard I know, of it? Yeah, I know the story. Oh, okay. I was going to say, how how did you go through your school career without knowing about Macbeth? But you don't you don't know about the movie? No. You haven't seen anything for the movie? No. Hmm. Really? Interesting. I don't, I don't, I don't, we have a review for this up on the site. Uh, Ernie saw it at, I think, AFI this year, and he gave it a six out of ten. I'm, I don't know what to say about Macbeth. I don't like Shakespeare <laughs> stuff, but this one looks like it has potential. It looks, it looks incredible. The, the only problem is, I don't like Macbeth. Like that. So I think that's going to be an issue for me going into this movie. You just don't like the story. I don't like the story. With. No, I don't. I just don't like the story. And may, maybe it was school that kind of ruined it for me. Because I remember in school we read Macbeth and then analyzed the shit out of it. I have this like vague memory of like having to read Macbeth in like every single English class throughout high school. <laughs> like every English class, like the beginning of the year is like we're gonna read Macbeth, and it's like Jesus again. <laughs> I remember reading that in Scarlet Letter. and Oh, my God. <laughs> Scarlet Letter is the worst yeah. piece of literature ever. I hate that book so much. That and Our Town. Our Town. <laughs> Our Town was, oh, God. Well, you weren't, you didn't have that amazing modern novel class that I had in, I think it was in, like, ninth grade or something, and we had to read The Grapes of Wrath. And for, an, I, I mean... Maybe if I went back and read it now, I would enjoy it. But back then, when I'm like in ninth grade, no, it's just not working. Yeah, school ruined books for me for like the longest time. And then I finally started reading other books. I was like, hey, wait, books are actually pretty cool. (laughs) There's good books out there. What? Wait a minute. Why didn't anyone tell me? I thought these pieces of paper were just things that we were forced to read and they all sucked. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I plan on seeing it because we're going to be hopefully reviewing it on the show this weekend. Yeah, because I'm seeing that sucker. I'm going to see it hard. <laughs> so I will. I will be checking it out. But uh, I don't know. We'll we'll have. To Brian, try. you want Ryan? You want to come with me? No, man. You want to go see some Macbeth? No, nope. boy, Fassbender. Nope. What? Do you, you like? Well, Last saw one of the best Bender movies. Yeah, I hated it. That's right. That's true. But that could be our thing, Ryan. Me and you always going to see Boss Bender. Well, but it's bad him. I think it's a good idea. Like that. So maybe you can answer me this, Kevin. Is it? Is it like a direct adaptation, or is it like something different? We, uh, uh, I think it's direct. I think they even use the language, too. Oh, do they? I think so. Because this says a thrilling interpretation of a dramatic... Oh, okay. Maybe not. Thrilling interpretation of the dramatic realities of the times and a reimagining of what wartime must have been like Okay. For one of literature's most famous and compelling characters. Well, now I'm even more excited. Because, yeah, because... And maybe I'm... Because it has been many, many years since I've read Macbeth. Was there any, like wartime stuff in that uh i don't remember like actual really battles anything there's a shit ton in the trailer i know that i know that's what i'm saying that's what made me wonder about how direct of an adaptation this is or if it's like 
taking place before the events of the book or something like that. I don't know. I, uh, I guess we'll find out. It feels that we should know more about Macbeth before going into Macbeth. It's pretty short, isn't it? We could we could probably read it before going into the movie. I don't know if I want to do that though. <laughs> I I know I don't, <laughs> and I know I'm not. So. <laughs> oh God! All right, Ryan. Any final thoughts on Macbeth or Snowtown? Mm, no. No. Awesome. Okay. All right. Are you interested in like uh, looking into the the real story about what happened with with Snowtown? Kind of, yeah. I yeah, I kind of am too because I I didn't I don't really know about the true story. I haven't done any research on it. Have you, Kevin? Did you look this up? I remember I did after I first watched it. Okay. I don't remember anything of it. Thank God. <laughs> Again, you repressed all those memories. It's just I I deleted all of it. That's probably probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. All right. the only way I could sleep. All right. I think that that'll do it for this week. Be sure to send us your topics and questions to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net at filmpulsekevin and at my legs don't work. Also, if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash filmpulse. Consider subscribing. We appreciate that so very much. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holt, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. Bye.